Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. <laughs> it's been a long week. Yeah, that is Joe. Um, <laughs> that's Joe. <laughs> that is Susan Sue's. <laughs> so, how is Tech Lover? Long. Yeah. You know, when you're doing a three and a half hour long play, it takes a while to get through all the cues. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck and then that. we have to do it all over again in a couple of weeks when we do part two. Right, 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 right. Boo. Hiss. So, yeah, it's been, it's just been stressful. Just, yeah. But we're into the home stretch. Just <laughs> five more days, four more rehearsals. Five days more. Until we have an audience. Well, actually, three more rehearsals because we're doing the special preview performance this time around on Thursday. So, yeah. And then you just got to let go, let God. Let go, let God. Let go, let God. Yeah. How how, how are you? Hi, 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 I'm good. I'm all right. Nothing special happening. No? No. Not really. Did you do anything this week? No. I didn't do shit. All right. Um, yeah, no. Nothing except like truly nothing exciting going on. Did you watch the Carol Burnett special? I didn't because I didn't know that I was out already. And then our dear friend Diane uh texted me and said hey have you watched this and then i forgot about it until you just this instant message uh instant reminded me so no since i instant messaged you with my since mouth. you instant yes <laughs> <laughs> what is it called when someone instant messages you but it's with their mouth and to my ears <laughs> and it comes directly to my ear holes what is that called instant uh, messaging <laughs> did you watch it was it spectacular i haven't watched it yet no all right well um richard was talking about it this afternoon he really enjoyed it all right so he cried like a six-month-old baby girl <laughs> he cried like a six-month-old baby girl yeah that's a very specific yeah yeah uh but i probably shouldn't say baby girl anymore like a six-month-old human baby. baby. Human baby. Human baby. Glad like a six-month-old baby kitten. <laughs> oh, baby kitten. He was at home like this. <laughs> Which had nothing to do with the movie. It's just a kink of his. Um. Yeah, that's it. No, I haven't done shit. Um. What did you have for dinner today? Oh, we had Burger King, or as Lily still insists on calling it, King Burger. Oh, she needs to just say, you know what? Get get right, girl. And I think we've also talked about this. She calls uh, pop soda. Oh, well, that's good. That's proper. That's proper. That's what I call it. Um, Here's the, here's the rub. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. The rub is we're in Michigan and you call it pop like a normal person. Oh, no, I can't. Soda like you're better than us. (laughs) I have called it soda. You know why I call it soda? Um, Because of our friend Gretchen, who came to us from Massachusetts 
And when we were in high school, she called it soda, and I just picked up on it. And I also, I just don't like saying pop, pop. See? You're, in that yeah, you think Michigan. you're better than us. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. Also, it just makes me feel better than everybody else. <laughs> also, I'm not a fucking country bumpkin. We <laughs> live two miles outside of Detroit. We are no, in no way country bumpkins. Uh, also, I am superior. Then you <laughs> owl loving. I don't know. Did you just say owl loving? Cow, cow, cow. <laughs> I said cow. Then oh, you cow said loving. Owl, and and then, then you said cow. I, said cow. <laughs> I love cowl neck sweaters. That's top of the trivia for Michigan. You cowl loving cretin. <laughs> we love a good cowl. What is happening? Um, <laughs> here's the rub. Now yes. they have closed like over two dozen Burger Kings in our area. Right. But yours was not affected apparently, unless you got phantom food today. Um, I, I don't. Okay. I only know of two Burger Kings. The one deserved to be closed. They were fucking terrible. Which one? Eight mile and something yep. over by that's where by where we used to live. Yep, they closed. Yes. Yep. Oh, they did close. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were fucking terrible. I think my food probably came from the one in Berkeley. There's the, one right on Woodward? by my hair salon. No, it's on Twelve Mile. Oh, okay, because that one on Woodward closed too. They closed twenty six of them. Wow. Hmm. I didn't realize there was still one on Woodward. Was there? Oh, maybe it's closed already. No, it's closed because we had to Up go by like thirteen. Yeah, no, that's close because we had to go to the eight mile one. Isn't this interesting? People who live outside of Michigan. Hey, you guys. Um, isn't this riveting talking about how there are Burger Kings closed and we're just like pointing out where they were and you have no idea? Isn't this yeah, I think the one on Sycamore and Ninth Street closed. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> That's not a real place, you guys. It's not, I mean, it probably is it a might real place be, somewhere. But we don't not. know of it. Oh, what, uh, it's, you know what tomorrow is, it's going to be May. It's going to be May. I love crazy though. Sorry. It's going to be May. Yes. Yeah. How, how, I mean, I know how, but come on. Time. Um, what are you going to say? I love what you love. I love how that whole it's gonna be me. It is now devolved into or evolved, I guess you could say, because I think it's hilarious. Is I saw a meme today that just said, Do you know what tomorrow is? And then just a picture of a dry cube of ramen noodles. I don't get it. Because every time people do, uh, uh, Justin Timberlake, they put ramen on top of their head to denote uh, his hair. From his curly hair to the days. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So now it's just evolved into a picture of ramen, and I just think that's <laughs> stunning. That um, is stellar. It's one of those things where I'm like, one of those few times where I'm like, I really love humans. God damn it. They're so great. <clears throat> one of the few times. One of the very few. <laughs> Normally it's like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm one of you. Please, someone tell me that I was plopped down here by aliens. Um, uh, anyway, that's that. <laughs> Did I tell you about my gig at Wayne State University? That you are going to be directing. Yes, yes? I did tell you. 
Yes. Um, I just couldn't remember. Let's I, leave it. We're not going to say what you're directing. We're just going to let people wonder. <laughs> I had to give my notice for the other show that I was doing, though, this week. Oh, so, And some of them had already can, heard about it through the grapevine, so I felt bad. But can, can we can we say what you're directing? This seems silly. We're like, tap, yeah, tap, yeah. Tap, I was supposed tap, to be directing Jersey Boys, but now I'm dancing. not. And I instead was offered a gig to direct Rocky Horror at the local you know, university. That's, that's new material for you. So yeah. Yeah. I've not Except tried for- down these boards before. And I've had two production meetings already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one I went to, I'm like, I had not had the job for long and I'm just neck deep in the inheritance. So I sat down in that meeting and I was like, you know what you guys, I have, nothing to add to this meeting so you just talk to me for a while because i can't let me ask you this because this never really occurred to me we weren't as i think we were trying to start down that path but when i was in college we were not you know gender was still a thing do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i think we were started down the path of non- traditional casting but do you have are you going can just anyone audition for frank yeah i don't i've not been given any parameters whatsoever so all right it's wide open i wonder though because like you know when i was in college as our dear friend joel pointed out 25 fucking years ago thanks a lot um it would have never occurred to me to audition for that even when you told me hey i want you to play frank i was like I remember very distinctly standing in the back alley and going, where is he going with this? Because I don't like you were, you, you had that glint in your eye of Joe wanting you to do something, (laughs) but you're talking about Frank. And so I was like, does he want Pete? Like, literally I was like, does he want me to ask Pete? Pete does not seem like the Frank and type. This is a weird conversation. Where is this going? And then you said me, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I'm obsessed. Um, oh, it's funny that we're talking about this because I have no idea why, but what came across my Facebook uh, a couple days ago was I forgot that Anthony Stewart Head played Frank. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. On the West End at some point. Oh. That would have been interesting. They, they they showed a picture of him, uh, you know, all done up in the in the I guess traditional garb you would say, but he didn't do anything with his hair, so it just looked like Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer going to a Halloween party as Frankenfurter. Like, <laughs> he's got like very white guy hair. Like, can you put a wig on him? Yeah, this looks that's very weird. strange. But anywho. Um, so when do you start that journey? We we like we meet every couple of weeks through the summer, and then they come back to school at the end of August. And I think mm. auditions happen right away, and then it goes up at the end of October. Mm. Okay. So. Well, if you can't find a Frank and you need someone, I'm sure you could sell it to them that i'm alumni that's right guest artist um thinking about doing that show in my current physical condition is fucking laughable (laughs) um i wouldn't be able i would die i would straight up die um that's god i love that part i would play that part till the day i died i love it so much it's my favorite 
I'm glad to like the last meeting we had, the set designer came in with some ideas, which I was like, this is stunning. Mm. So that's fun. I mean, it's also it's in the new theater, so it's, you know, oh, just God. got all the bells and whistles and huge high, right. high, high ceilings. All right. Well so. it's not gonna be as good as me. So that's fine. So yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Hey, um um, something else popped in my head during that conversation, but I now can't seem to remember what it would have been. So I shouldn't even have brought it up. I was Again. hoping that it was going to jog my memory there. You're welcome, everyone, for the riveting content. <laughs> yeah. Some days you got it. Some days you just, just don't. You still don't got it, but you're pe- peppier. Yeah, pe- pe- peppier. Yeah, pe- pe- peppier. Shall we talk about... What we came here to discuss. Yeah, let's do it. So if you heard last week, the intent was for us to go see, are you there, goddess me, Margaret? But you know what, you guys? It didn't work out. It w- it was it was not the week for a field trip for me. I'm so sorry. I have two Coke Zero cans, an old one, Ooh. and the one I was drinking. And you just drank the old one. I sure did, buddy. And it was days. Days old. Ew, boga. Uh, uh, okay. uh, yeah, well, when you were like, we can go to the 755 or the, uh, it, you need to understand, I am higher than a kite by seven and in bed by 830. Like, I was just like, mm. and then Pete, of course, informs me because this is what always happens. Uh, I have to go to a rehearsal, then I have to do this thing, and then I'm working. So you will literally not see me tomorrow. And then I dropped the pop that was new. Um, so Lily would have to come with us, which actually was fine. I was okay with it. My main concern is that she is at a point where that stuff very much embarrasses her. So to be with you and me, no, that, me and you is how I should say it. What? Yes. When you floated that idea, my initial thought was, will she be mortified that I am yeah, there? And I didn't think about that till right this second. Um, it is, I would love her to read the book. She's very much, she wants to stay a kid, ma'am. She doesn't want any of this shit. She wants nothing to do with it. She cannot relate. Um, And also, then I was nervous because, you know, she was raised on Star Wars and uh, Marvel movies. Sometimes even when we go to see a Disney movie, she's like, nothing. It, no one is fighting. There is no blood. Where is the lightsaber? And when she gets bored, she gets insufferable. So, um, and then I was like, he's going to have tech all day. We're going to do this. Let's, let's be realistic. Yeah. So we decided to finally be realistic. Yeah. And so instead we just watched the new documentary, Judy Bloom forever. Um, you loved it. I fucking loved it. I, I cried multiple times. Oh my God. I, uh, so yeah, I mean, seriously, you guys, if you've not watched it, Oh, you it's have on to. Amazon Prime. It is so fucking good. And let me put it in perspective for you just really quickly. Even if you're like, oh, I wasn't a Judy Bloom person. Oh, whatever, whatever. The only Judy Bloom book I have ever read was Are You There? Got It to Me, Margaret. Oh, really? That's wow. It. That's it. And 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 it still got me. Because everybody wow. knows enough about Judy Bloom to to get, you know, oh, I don't for think sure. anyone would be. Yeah, no, watch it. it and I think matter. especially if you are of a certain age, I mean, I, I and they do touch on this, that the books still yeah. are still huge bestsellers with amongst the kids today. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, just all of those covers 
are so seared into my memory from my youth. Mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. is a remarkable human being. Oh, oh, I I, I could like the whole time I'm watching it. I was like, she's like, and and, uh, I don't even know if I believe in this stuff half the time, but it's like, she was a specific angel sent down to do a specific job. Yes. That is exactly what it's like. And just takes that job Mm -hmm. so seriously and doesn't fucking complain about any of it. Right. But on the other hand, doesn't stand on some mountain and go, I am the advocate for all children. I am that she is just a person who loves what she did and wrote her books for a reason. And yep. so when those things started happening and letters started happening, she just, oh my God, she has, who? what library had it? Shoot. The Yale. Uh, Yale. Yeah. Yale library has all her correspondence between her and her fans these kids, there are kids that started writing to her when they were eight, nine years old and continued. Some still write her. And she writes them back. And she writes them back. She, she went to one's graduation. Oh, my God. That woman, I wrote her name down. Lori Kim was uh, her. She's a Korean woman. Her parents are like she was raised. Her mother was Buddhist. Her father was Jewish, I think. And uh, yeah, just started writing to her because she, her, all her friends had their periods. She didn't. And they just, yeah, kept writing. And she finally was like, she was having trouble at home. And she wrote to Judy Bloom and she's like, can you please come to my graduation? Because I don't know if anyone's going to be here for me. And they went. And they went. <laughs> and it was so funny because then she was like, everyone in my class was like, why is Judy Bloom here? <laughs> What is, what is happening right now? <laughs> but she is a goddamned national treasure. She is, she, you know, obviously would go on talk shows and especially back in the day they were like, you think, I don't even know who the bad Fox, Fox news. That's a bad one. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't watch any of it. Um, uh, if you think Fox news is ridiculous, this, this back in the day, there was a difference about it, and I don't know what the difference is. I think the difference is that Judy Bloom would have been considered the bad guy mm-hmm. and Pat Robertson the good guy by maybe even people like people we grew up with or whatever. He belabors her. Which book is it? Because it's not. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's another one. Deanie? Deanie. Yeah, the masturbation, the quote unquote masturbation. Masturba- and she's like, it's like three sentences on one page it happens that's it and they're all calling it the masturbation book and pat robertson i forget oh crossfire is what it was was crossfire yeah and you can just uh, sorry it's pat buchanan oh really yeah oh yeah because i'm thinking of it i mean six of one but i mean (laughs) exactly um uh She's just sitting there being her Judy Bloom self, you know, and when you hear her talk and uh, I don't know, when you think about Judy Bloom, you might think like she's some, she would wilt, be a wilted flower in the face of that or kill them with kindness. But she's not, she like tries to answer his questions. And finally she's like, I think you're the one obsessed with masturbation Yeah, because in my book, it's like three lines and it's all you can talk about. Yeah. She's like, have you read the whole book? 
Yeah, she is not some shrinking violent, and she doesn't, and she's not that perfect ethereal thing that just kills them with kindness and they learn a lesson. She's like a true human. <laughs> she's just like, oh, I don't think you read my whole book because that's um, I, no, like <laughs> just know what everything you're saying. Um, and I loved her for that. Like she would go in with an open mind, what have you, smile on her face, and it's like the smile never left, but she would just be like, "What do you?" why are you tough? You're dumb. Like you're dumb. <laughs> it's so fascinating to me. I took so many notes uh, during this movie, but the whole concept of the fifties is fascinating to me. Oh the God. 1950s, because like she says this, like everybody pretended during that whole decade, pretended <sighs> that everything was fine. Even if it wasn't pretended that you're happy, even if you weren't. Mm-hmm. And like, just this whole, like these such strict gender, norms so Mm -hmm. strictly defined and like she said she's like she knew she had to graduate from high school and go to college so that she could meet her future husband and get a a teaching degree just in case god forbid you ever have to work and that's crazy to me now listen it's crazy but god damn i would have loved that Everybody looked at me at 16 and went, why aren't you working right now? Go find, go somewhere, work. Um, uh, what was I going to say from that? Gosh, darn it. Oh, and yeah, and like, let's, and what did her mother say? Was it when her father died? Yes, I wrote that down. Um, we oh, are not-, not going to put on a show for these people at the funeral. We yeah, are not going to cry. These people. We're not going to put on a show. I'm like, oh my God. How? You know, that's my mother. Really? Oh, yes. At my father's funeral. I think I've told you this before. He had, my dad, for those who wouldn't know, was a Navy SEAL, highly decorated. And so he got a full military burial. And so he had the jets fly over, uh, 21 gun salute, um, uh, taps they folded up the flag and they handed my mom the flag the whole nine yards okay was it the jets the singing group from the 80s that flew over uh it was the football team actually <laughs> they uh yeah they had uh, <laughs> parachutes and then some of them landed like in the cemetery and that was really weird we're like oh god <laughs> um so yeah it was the football team <laughs> Anyway, back to heartwarming story. Yeah, sorry to hear the story about your dad's funeral with a joke. You know I wouldn't have it any other fucking way. I know, because my dad's dead too. (laughs) (laughs) Death is funny. (laughs) No, he had the whole works, okay? And, uh, And I'm a crier. Um, but I knew how my mother was and I knew how my father was. And so I knew that I was not to make a scene. And, um, so, but taps happened and that's what I, okay. Taps is happening. I'm now I'm crying and I swear to God, I cried for probably about 60 seconds, like full on, like the sobbing, maybe to an embarrassing point. I can't quite remember. And it went on for like 60 seconds. My mother squeezed my knee and looked at me and she goes, that's enough. Wow. 
you just didn't show people that oh and to correspond when my mother passed away um you know the priest was like or the minister was like are you gonna say a few words i was like yeah you know i would like to say something and he's like okay great and so then we get to the actual burial and he starts going and he screws one thing up and i forget what it was and then um he got to the end and he's like okay well go bye bye everybody and he hadn't asked me to speak and uh i turned to pete i was like that was my mother that was 100 my mother because she knew i would cry <laughs> and cause a scene and be hysterical and how would that look to her neighbors that i will never see again that's wild to me <laughs> is it so crazy and like uh, the other woman uh, who wrote her because um, in the first letter she said her her brother had committed suicide and then she finally got uh, the courage to tell Judy that um, she had been molested and it makes it even more complicated because it was her brother that did it, the one that killed himself. Yeah, that was crazy. Was like, oh my God. And, and like she even said... Um, you know, you don't, you can't talk about these things. You have to be okay. You always have to be okay. So I didn't tell people. Yeah. And just like for Judy Bloom to have to take all of this on, you know, right? and try to try to sort it out for these young people who well, felt like they had nowhere <laughs> else to turn. And her therapist had to say to her, Judy, you're not going to save all these kids. Yeah. But she just took it so seriously. Yeah. But not in a, not in a, I'm the only one that can do this way in a, in a very much I'm human. They're human. I yeah. can help answer questions. Yeah. Kind of so way. of course this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I have the time? Yeah, absolutely. Let me just do it. It was also so crazy <laughs> to me that her first husband never read any of her books. Right. That is bananas to me. And the fact that he said to her when she started writing, he was, he said, I'm okay with it. As long as it doesn't interfere with, our, with lives. our lives. And that, it blew me away. As long as it doesn't interfere with our lives. And what he means is, as long as the house is still clean, dinner is still cooked, we do whatever I want to do. We yep. go up, we go places wherever, you know, the kids you have take their care of the kids. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. But my first thought was, but that is part of her life. That writing is part of her life. Yeah. Like, that's what light. So you just mean you? Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah, seriously. That was crazy to me. And I loved her whole her whole thing. And I've, I've kind of thought about this so often. When she put the word fuck in one of the books and everyone, her mm -hmm. publisher was like, I'm going to stand by you, but I'm going to tell you that people are not going to go for this. And then she's just like, fuck is just a word. It's just a, it's word. Just a word. And I think of that often. I'm like, why can we not say shit? But we can say crap. That's okay. They're just both four-letter words. words. Yeah, they both mean the same thing. Yeah. Like, why is one a bad word and one is mm -hmm. acceptable? Like, it just—it's so stupid to me. Yeah, that has always—that's always fascinated me too. Because there are countries where, like here, the c word. I'm going to say the c word in America, probably Canada. I would assume. But like, is it Australia? Australia around those parts. They say, like, they are, hey, cunt. Like, they literally <laughs> use it as an endearment. Like, yeah. they substitute the C word for, you know, Mary. And so, say, hey, Mary. <laughs> um, 
And it's just, it's just the, it's just the choice that you've made what that thing means to you. Yeah. And everybody like, well, not everybody, but almost everybody has bought into that mythology that these words you can't say. I have really tried to, I, I try to tell Lily that they're just words because I think the more, especially when it comes to like bad words, smoking, drinking, that kind of thing. I think the more taboo a parent makes it, more the kid wants to do it quite frankly i agree with you so we just expect like listen like i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna walk out into the living room and be like hey bitch what the fuck are you watching right now that looks cool <laughs> cunt dick <laughs> i'm dick <laughs> oh, sorry um like that's not how i speak to my child i'm not gonna do that but <laughs> know if it's a bit and only fuck will make the bit funny i'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) um and and the thing is and we just explained it it's just a word but you know what it offends some people some people don't like it just don't use it in in polite society which does not include your home but (laughs) but if even if she said it at home like we don't we're like all right like let's not lean into this um and she replaces words in her head automatically so um but I think the less you talk about things, the more taboo it is, which is oh, why yeah. her books were so revolutionary. Yeah. Sex, periods, bras, all of that stuff. I had never read Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, until five or six years ago when we did Are You There, God, It's Me, Carrie at the theater, replacing Margaret with Carrie White from Carrie. Mm-hmm. And so I went to this um, independent bookstore in uh southfield and i was looking for it and i couldn't find it so then i asked someone for it and as i was asking for it i suddenly felt very pervy like here's this middle-aged man (laughs) by himself asking for this book so the lady got it for me and they had it and then i was carrying it around and i'm like well now i feel weird buying it but then I, on the, I was like, but on the other hand, it feels almost worse to go in and ask for it and then not buy it. Like, that's how I get my kicks. <laughs> it's making the clerk get this book for me so I can be like, ah, thank you, and then leave. <laughs> if there's a bathroom in that bookstore, even better. <laughs> you just go in the bathroom, come back out, and you hand it back to them, but you don't ask for your money back. I'm you done. just hand it back. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So I bought it. Did you just pay eight ninety nine to masturbate on this book and then give it back to me? That's weird, sir. Um, But I read it. But I mean, obviously, as a middle aged man, it didn't have the same effect of me that I'm sure it would on a preteen or teenage girl. Remember, and I don't even know why. I don't know why. Maybe, and I don't know why. I, I remember being nine and praying for boobs. Which is so, which, by the way, d- dumb, dumb. <laughs> I would, oh my God. Um, I would get rid of them in a heartbeat. Um, but the period, th- I was friends with mostly boys. Mm. So I didn't have that sort of, exp- I didn't have girlfriends where we could talk about him, blah, blah, blah. I, I was in Girl Scouts, but those girls were a lot like me, where their parents didn't tell them shit and were very sheltered and, you know, type of thing. If you talk about your period, you're a slut somehow. You know what I mean? Um, but I do, and I think I read 
or either got it to me, Margaret, after I had started my stuff. It was sort of like that's why I went to read it. Um, but that's the only thing I read. I haven't read anything else. Mm. God, I love the like the fudge books. And my sister, of course, had forever, um, which she hid in her room. And whenever she was out of the house, I would go into her room, <laughs> find it, and I that's how I read that book. Because she also um, had all the the best parts dog eared. So yeah. I uh did not read that book, but they they read somebody in the documentary reads the last line of the book and I fucking cried. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I was like, Yeah, it's a good book. Uh, I think I want to read all of her books now. And honestly. it's it's like Forever is so good because it's just so honest. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that's the the best thing, like I don't, and obviously I don't have children, but like just this whole, like my mom was the same way, not telling kids, not telling us anything about what's happening, what's going talk. to happen. Like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I just don't understand it. I mean, I, I, I get it, but I don't yeah, get it. I was fortunate in that age when people started having sex, I finally did have a lot of girlfriends as opposed to male friends. Um, and so I got my information from them. So I wasn't totally, I wasn't like a character on Bridgerton who's, you know, mama, however do I get pregnant? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I knew enough to be okay, but my mother certainly didn't tell me. Yeah. mine. I never, ever, never, not even one moment. Nope. Of what is here's what it is yeah and it would have been helpful 100 percent. or even just the talk now of like um just the whole concept of virgin and and stuff like that now i, I don't bemoan it because it's just it's a technical term as far as i'm concerned the before and after if you will but just to take the stigma out of who cares one minute you haven't had sex and then the next you have it's yeah yeah as long as you wanted it and yeah. the other person wanted it and you know you were at least oh god <laughs> 16 i'm gonna say uh, <laughs> and um, it just oh sorry go ahead no i no, that's okay go ahead it just all goes back to that like that time of the 50s where like we just pretend like nobody has sex and it's so stupid like we all eat we all breathe we all mm-hmm. have sexual desires it's just mm-hmm. part of what who we are and what we do like i just don't understand this teaching abstinence to them in school it's not going to work it's just a natural thing we just mm-hmm. have our natural sexual beings it's funny like because- masturbation sorry also very natural oh oh my god never oh I think that's probably dirtier than actual sex, probably. With another person <laughs> yeah. involved. Well, like that girl from Pen15 was mm-hmm. talking about, like, all the boys could talk about masturbating openly in the lunchroom. But if a girl ever admitted to it, then she was a slut. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's literally just me here. So that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, and going back to, like, just different books and and things that people didn't want their children exposed to. While I wasn't reading Judy Bloom books, I was reading VC Andrews books. Oh, fuck. Yes. Flowers and, in the attic, that whole series. Uh, and it's not just one line, one scene. It's what the book is about. Yeah. And it's graphic, especially for that age range. Um, and the, ooh, like 
like if Lily walked in with a VC Andrews book right now, I would smack it out of her hand. I'd be like, no, no. Yeah, I was far too young to read Flowers in the Attic. 18, little miss. <laughs> you don't learn properly about incest until 18. <laughs> That's, you can wear makeup at 16. Date at 17. <laughs> Date at 17. Learn about other families' incest at 18. <laughs> so I have that on a chart somewhere. It's going in my parenting book. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were reading, and it's, you know, oh, and that one, sorry, I keep cutting myself off. That one little girl with the pigtails, when she says, because there's, you know, oh, school board meetings because they want to ban these books, and, which is so stupid. Oh, yes. This, this little girl, and she wasn't little. She was probably about. 13 14 yeah but a young 13 14 you know what i mean she's got her hair and little pigtails and she's got the pink yarn <laughs> on the, and a bow on each pigtail and she says it is my parents right to tell me what i can and cannot read it is not other people's parents right to tell and i was like yes yeah damn <laughs> yeah that was so great and i loved her little chat that they showed with dr ruth was so great. And she owns a bookstore. I know she owns a bookstore. Oh my God. In Florida. I was like, oh my God, I want to go so bad. Oh, uh, and backtracking a little bit, the way she talks about her husband George. Oh my God. She George said George is, is magic. magic. Oh my God. I'm like, that is the sweetest thing ever. George is magic. Oh my God. They're so cute together. They're so cute. Oh, and she's just. Because how old is she actually? She's now she's eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah, she was eighty three the, when they made this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, she's super young looking, you guys. And she's still friends with all of her junior high school friends. I, That's so crazy. Uh, she like literally, she was an angel plucked from heaven. Yep. And was told, "You have this job." Yep. And it's going to sound say, silly. You got it, sir. And she, yep, did a little salute. Yep, I'm your man. And then, <laughs> I mean, honestly, my goodness. Oh, I'm going to read all her books now, and yeah, then she's... give them to Lily and be like, "Here, here, why don't you read this little, this nugget?" So amazing! I loved at the very beginning one of the one of the talking heads who I didn't know who she was said that um, Judy Bloom was honest, and that is a gift. I'm like, and that just touched me too. I was like, oh my god. Because it's so, it so rarely happens, and it's so rare to have such a touchstone through your confusing tweens um, that can just show you the way, you know? Mm-hmm. Be like, you're normal. This is normal. All of these things happen to everybody. You're mm-hmm. not abnormal in this. Yeah. And yeah. then if something did happen that was out of the ordinary, she was there to help people through it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Just so great. I just have goosebumps right now. She's so yeah. amazing. No, it was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think um, earmark it for those times. I mean, go watch it now. But then remember it for those times when you need a little uh, faith in humanity restored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just because so you know what it is. She's not untouchable. No, she seems accessible. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not so. You know, it doesn't come across as something. Well, this is my job to protect these children. She's not like she's totally accessible. 
Oh, I loved it. And I yeah. have to read all your books now. Yeah, it's great. It's so great. So good. Uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. Love it. Learn it. Live it. <clears throat> Memorize it. Memorize it. Um, what are we doing next week? Now we're all Fakakta. We're not really Fakakta. It's me. We. And it's a we. You oh, we. So you know what? We got an email from Richard. Oh, we did. We did, but it's just short. I think it's just um a request. Yes, it just says. Please watch Alec Bornstein's Corsets and Clown Suits on Amazon Prime. Ah. So we're going to do that. All right. Here's why. When the Judy Bloom documentary, like when the credits started, the next thing in like the preview window of what was going to start was the Alex Bornstein thing. So oh, fun. Like, oh, well, that's a sign. So we'll do that. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, well, if you want to boss us around and tell us what to watch, you can send yeah. us an email at threefunnyladies at gmail.com. Or you can check out our Instagram at three uh, three funny ladies podcast. And we'll be back next week with sure Alex will. Borstein. But in the meantime, watch Judy Bloom. Watch it. Love it. Watch it forever. Don't ever watch stop. it forever. Put it on a loop. The day <laughs> you die. No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.